But right now I'm joined by another one of the amazing artists that's going to be gracing the stage. He has just arrived yesterday from the US of A. And yes, Rashan Ahmed, welcome to the World Show. Thank you, Nikki. Thank you. Thank you. Peace, everyone. How are you? Good, good. And we didn't give you a chance, Rashan. You arrived last night and literally an hour later you were at Maboning. I was playing there and you really got a taste of Joburg. How was it for you? I loved it. I had had so much fun. I I was, I loved your set. Um, I forget the name of the woman who played before you two. Yes, Maria McCloy. Oh my gosh, her set was amazing too. And then just sitting outside, listening to the music on the street, watching the people roll by. had a blast just being out there. Well, it was definitely, I mean, that was the place to go to say, you've just arrived in Joburg. You definitely (laughs) found Joburg. Nice. Yes, yes. But Rashan, you coming to perform and I want to speak about, you know, the performance. But before we go there, I want to learn a little bit more about you, where you Mm -hmm. come from and when did you start realizing that music and writing, writing words, you're Mm -hmm. a wordsmith. Yeah. When did you realize that that was what you were going to be doing? You know, it's one of those things, Nikki, where it's, I I don't know if there was a starting point. You know, my, um, I grew up, my my father was actually a DJ, so he was always playing soul, funk and Motown and all that kind of music. I, I grew up on the East Coast. I was born in New Jersey, but grew up in California. And so I had both coasts. But, you know, my older brother was a break dancer. This culture of hip hop just called me at an early age and everyone just did it. So even when I was five, I was Karis three and my brother was Karis two. And, you know, know, and I was just walking down the street, rocking to the beat. So I don't, I don't have a starting point. So it's just been in my life, you know, the culture of, of this music and the, and the previous music that birthed it, you know, like jazz, funk and soul has always been something that's um, been with me. And when you started writing, because, you know, all of your, all of your, your lyrics are, uh, your words are just beautiful. But when you started writing, was there a point you thought, now I must start writing? Did you start with poetry or was it purely for rap? Um, it was purely, I, when I started rapping, I, like I said, I grew up in L.A. So when I started, I was sounding like I was trying to be Snoop Dogg. Like all my rap, all my raps were talking like Snoop Dogg, you know, but um, the more I came into my own and actually listening to people who I really appreciated, I just wanted to express like the people who touched me, the public enemies and the NWAs and Ice Cubes and Rakims and then Gil Scott Herons and The Last Poets and those kind of folks. And, um, you know, once I started touching on what uh, hit me personally, start writing about my mother passed of cancer, which was my, one of my first songs that I actually started tapping into um, words that could heal myself and in realizing how those words could actually spell out and heal others too. Um, I just kind of got addicted to that that style of writing, right? Of of writing from a place that um, really kind of opened up my my heart and spirit um, and kind of walked into the fear of, of being that Naked, you yes, know, of exposing, of exposing, yes. yeah, yeah, of, yes. of vulnerability is something that I really find a lot of um, healing in, and so I, I've been chasing that for a while now. Yeah, that's a beautiful point you made because I think that's key, and I also think that over the years, you know, I've realized even with myself, I'll never forget when because I studied art, I studied fine art, that was my thing, and the person who mentored me in painting mm-hmm. said, "No, no, 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 stop looking at bigger things. Start, start with what is yeah. in you. Yeah. Start with what is close." Truly. And I've learned that, you know, most of the artists that I most respect mm-hmm. are the ones that give us that level of vulnerability. Exactly. And it's not always easy. 
Not at all. Especially when, you know, you write a song from such a, a, a heartfelt place and then you go and tour and travel and people are like, do that song about your mother dying or about your, he's like, oh, <laughs> ouch, you know, but, um, like I said, it's kind of beautiful when, when I, I get to have um, that shared experience with strangers, you know, um, and around the world, we all share, you know, the human spirit is we're all sharing a lot of the different, the, a lot of the same same things, right? And so expressing what's personal to yourself usually ends up um, really touching other, others as well. The, yes, that's what I'm saying. It's almost yeah. the authenticity is yeah. what captures others. Yeah. Do you ever find yourself when you, when you, when you do rap those songs, getting very emotional at, at a performance. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. I, I've cried multiple times on stage yes. and, and um, been on stage and then had to, you know, immediately after needing to, like, leave and just kind of walk out the back door and go around the corner and cry because it, they're really personal, you know, the songs about my, my son's birth and my mother's death and all the things in between about, you know, different friends and family and, and just hard times being... Um, black in America and dark skin in this world, um, you know, it, it's a lot to, to express and I try to bring that through my music. Absolutely. But what I love about that, you also touch on things which I believe are are spiritual things as well. Mm. Um, never mind, you know, uh, um, topics of identity, mm. but also topics of humanity. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Um, I want to play a song and I'm going to start with this one because it's been a big hit on the world mm. show and it's so beautiful. And I remember when it came out, how in the middle of COVID, mm. how much it impacted on people. Mm. I remember the first time I played this song, people were like, oh my God, who is rapping there? Oh, wow. oh wow you know mm. and I play it and play it and play it again and it's the higher love mm-hmm. of Nicola Conte and Gianluca Petra's album People Need People actually I originally got the single before the album oh, was wow. out yeah so yeah. I was playing it when it came out tell us about this project this collaboration yeah this was amazing I actually ended up doing a, a show in, in Italy in Bari um, right before the pandemic a couple years before and I ran into Nicola Nicola came to a party and we just started talking and like within five minutes it was like we should do music together just because of he had some records in his hands and I was like what records did you have and he took me record shopping and you know we just connected as humans and um during the course of the pandemic you know just all that was going on he came up with this this concept and I was like oh man this is exactly what I've been needing to write and then the music you know a lot of times I like to think that sometimes the words are coming you know I'm like transcribing what the music is saying and just the musicality and it just hit me in in such a, a heartfelt place and so that song almost wrote itself so it's a really um i i love listening to that song and listening to the music of it as well um yeah, yeah. it's a absolutely beautiful Thank one you. Thank we're going to talk more about your collaborations when we come back on the other side of this song of course i'm with rashan ahmad yeah. and uh, he is going to be performing as a part of the paris new york heritage festival on saturday but also he is going to be one of the speakers at the conversation sessions which are 2 p.m to 6 p.m at con hill at the women's jail um conference center that side of con hill and that is free you just need to register online i'll give you the details a little bit later or head to the facebook page paris new york heritage festival you can also ask me on social media if you want here is the higher love Kaya959. A definite, definite world show hit. Absolutely beautiful. Yes, featuring, of course, the higher love featuring.
tonight's special guest, Roshan Ahmad. Talk about songs that inspire Neil. Really, that... That song got me through, was one of those that got me through the lockdown oh, period. That means the most. Thank you. Yes, Eddie. absolutely beautiful. Your message. So I say it's, you know, it's, it's also, you, you, that's what, what I connect with in mm. your work mm. is that, that, that humanness, yeah. you know, that, that global, global theme. And I think on that note, ah, I've already got my winners. Yes. Hey. Human unity is the answer. That is the theme of this year's Paris New York Festival. Rafilwe, Rafilwe Madi, well done, you got it as well. And uh, of course, Unati, Mahlati, you got it as well. Couple there that didn't get the theme. And I love you very much. Please come anyway, get your tickets. The third one is Tabang Songko. Uh, you've also won yourself two tickets, the answer being Human Unity. And the fourth one is Linda, simply Linda. Uh, thank you for that. And and, uh, yes, the uh, last one, the fifth one is Sapiwe Mekwanazi. Well done, each of you. Please do email me your phone numbers. I forgot to uh, ask for them. Email your phone numbers. Otherwise, I'll send you an email back uh, letting you know that uh, you have won yourself two tickets and how we can actually get the tickets to you because they will be digital tickets, and I'll make sure of that. So, well done again, Rafil Emadi. Uh, very, very well done. Thanks, Unati Mahlati. Uh, well done as well. And uh, Tabang, Zongo, Linda as well. Well done. Human Unity and Sapiwe Mekwanazi. Oh, no, it was, um, yeah, it was Sapiwe Mekwanazi who also got the answer right. Human Unity is the theme of this year's Paris New York Heritage Festival. So be there and enjoy it with us. Wow, Rashan. I mean, how are you feeling about coming and collaborating with the likes of Msaki Bologia, Brother Moves On? Yes. I feel uh, blessed. Um, one of my favorite things in the world is collaboration, like a lot of my music. And just life experience comes from travel and collaboration. And, you know, these artists are amazing. I've been fans from afar, yes. you know, just knowing their music. And, um, you know, it, this is a, one of those dream come true moments for me. So I'm, I'm really excited. And you're obviously going to be going into rehearsals with all mm -hmm. these artists. I'm sure you don't even know exactly what's going to come out of this no, experience. That's what I love the most yes. is, is that is that no nobody knows you know that w w what happens is spirit comes together and then moves us in the direction that it's supposed to yes. and so um you know it's the coming together so i don't think you can plan something like this which is the, the beauty of it you know yes we'll go in and and and, and let it let it be what it what it's going to be which will, which will be beautiful i'm sure yes and it's interesting because uh, you know i see um and in fact, that was one of the things that inspired this this Freedom Songs project mm -hmm. collaboration um, was realizing that in South Africa, we have a history of struggle songs, what mm -hmm. we call struggle songs. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, the South African culture has always been to struggle through music and dance and and so forth. Uh, I spoke about it last week, even what we call toy toying is when people, you know, protest mm -hmm. through mm -hmm. through dance and, and chanting. Mm -hmm. um, but then I realized also in in this period of time with COVID, with the impact, artists have it hard in this country anyway, mm -hmm. but with COVID coming and everything shutting down, more and more artists were making 
freedom songs, struggle songs for mm-hmm. this time, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, and I think that's what drove this uh, this project. And it seems to me like those are the songs that you guys are doing. Yeah. I think you put forward a couple of songs that you were going to do. I, I absolutely did. And, and I, I completely agree that. But that that tradition is part of. You know, I think it's, it's definitely part of South Africa, and it's you know I'm I'm born and, and raised in the U.S., and we have that same tradition of of music as as you know as struggle music and as freedom music, and yes, a way of protest, a way of protest, and, and a way to 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 actually um, not only have like the angst of protest, but actually still remember the joy and the humanity um, through the through the music as well. And so I, I that is absolutely the music that f- that fuels me and has always fueled me. So knowing that I'm in this place, which is the birthplace of so much of that music. You know, I've heard, uh, you know, many, many stories about the freedom songs here and the struggle for freedom. So um, it's definitely exciting to, to be a part of this here. For, yes. for me as well. And you've done an incredible collaborations before. We won't have time to play all of them tonight. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, incredible collaborations. I love the one with Jeffrey Oyama. Mm-hmm. I played the late great. Oh, yeah, what an yeah. amazing oh man. Oh my gosh, yes. Yeah. Indeed. And I played it a couple of weeks ago on the show. So I'll forgive myself for not playing it tonight. <laughs> There's too many other Russian songs I want to play. But this next song, Pain on Black, I think mm. is one of the songs you, you've put forward for the project. Yes, indeed. Tell us about the song, what inspired it and, um, yeah, yes. this, this song was was one of those songs where I, I I didn't even really plan on it to make it as a as a song for my album. You know, it, this was me just needing to write out and express what was happening in, in in my life at the at the moment, which was really one of the lowest and darkest times. And so the whole song, it's like really one. There's no chorus. It's just a, a loop, and it's just me talking from everything about the the struggle of of being black in America, of being uh, a father who's not making it um, financially, about um, missing my mom. Um, cause she, she died kind of close, close to the, when I made the song and this, the whole song is that. And, you know, when I, when I put it on the album, I didn't really expect anyone to really identify with this song because like I said, the other one has, I have other songs with like, you know, bigger choruses and guest appearances. And this is just a loop yes. and me just rapping, um, my pain. And it turned out to be one of the ones that resonated the most with people. And, and, and really this is the one that when I was talking about earlier, when I cry on stage performing yeah. it, this is definitely um, one of the one of those songs, just because it really takes me to a place of a real personal um, hard time in my life. Yes, mm-hmm. but even and even when I look at that and I appreciate what you're saying about it being a song that is so heartfelt, mm-hmm. but I mean this is like an anthem for the Black Lives Matter movement. Mm-hmm. You know, this is I'm sure this uh, blew up yeah. uh, because at, again, you know, yeah. if you like, yeah, 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 it, it really um, speaks to a lot of it, and it's. You know, it's one of those things, Nikki, that that makes me, it's both like wonderful and sad how these songs don't stop being relevant. You know, it's like listening to Nina Simone's songs and being like, wow, this is still resonant today. And Bob Marley. Exactly. You know, and so it's it's beautiful that this has has a revival whenever, you know, black people get murdered by the police or just when struggle is happening in the world. And also it's really sad that we kind of relive some of these same moments and you know you're we're trying to get to a to a better place but it's nice to have have music that can help us through those times yes and that can also help us realize we're not alone amen yeah. thank you so much Rashan Ahmad with me in the studio one of the performing artists this coming Saturday also one of the speakers at the conversation sessions Pain on Black off his album for what you've lost mm-hmm. Rashan Ahmad on the world show
Yes, Kaya959. Pain on Black from tonight's special guest, Rashan Ahmed. Powerful, hard hitting. Mm. I love it. Thank I you. love it. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for saying what needs to be said. Mm. Yes. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful, Rashan. But now, tell me something. Are you also involved in quite a lot of uh, work with your community mm-hmm. in Santa Fe? Tell us a little bit about what you're doing. Uh, I think it's with young people there. I do. Yeah, I, you know, part of. Um the culture of, of hip hop and the music come from is community work. And so this is an extension of my music in a way. Um, but yeah, I, I do a lot of community work. I had an organization that works with, um, emerging local, um, and, and young artists to basically give them access to making and creating art. You know, there's a lot of barriers, um, in my city and a lot about art, right? It can be like really, the gallery space and the museum space is different than like the graffiti space or street space and, and just giving folks the access to that, but also work with kids in schools. I throw programs. I speak in, um, I speak in schools to, to, uh, to like poetry and, and writing workshops. I do summer youth camps, um, all kinds of, all kinds of things just to be involved and try to, um, Give, give back uh, all the blessings that I've received in, in, in this world and just do whatever I can. You know, it's amazing also because um, my background is in, is in fine art, as I said, but also the education of the arts. And I think it's mm-hmm. so important because not everyone is going to be an artist. Right. But exactly. it teaches young people how to think creatively. Yeah. And also there's there's so many different... There, there's I think a lot of people, when they speak about art, they think about doing the art. But I'm also like, there's a lot of career paths to be a curator, to be a, you know, yes, an administrator. A, like there's a lot of paths in art to be working around art. It doesn't have to be art with a capital A where you're creating or you could be creating and at the same time um, helping others being a manager or a booking agent like my friend Ben, <laughs> ben over here. Um, there, there's many there's many different paths on, on, on living a dream of being a creative and being around creative and uh, nurturing your creative spirit. So. Yes, and as I say, it's not even just about the arts. You could be a somebody, who, an engineer who designs bridges. It's an artist. It's an artist. Absolutely. Yes, you need to think creatively. Indeed. And I think often, you know, if I think about in this country as well, uh, during the apartheid years, particularly, mm-hmm. they removed arts, the arts, from schools. Hmm. And for me, that was like, you know, clearly they knew what they were doing yeah. when when they decided to remove the arts to actually take away that ability to think creatively yeah yeah you need the creative spirit to think i think that's one of the most you know dangerous uh things a a human can do is 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 to think creatively and to think outside of the box right and which is why you know i think that like art and creativity and culture is so important especially in times like this when it's time to reinvent and step into a new world after this post-pandemic post world it's like what is it going to look like and i I really believe that creatives are going to have the answers and lead and lead that discussion um, and because we've been thinking imaginatively long before this pandemic you know we've yes. been having conversations about what can and what should and what's possible and so I really believe that the creatives are going to have a big a big role in what this new new world is going to look like yes. so I'm excited absolutely mm-hmm. let's play another song now this one I just love this one mm. I got live ah. tell me about when you wrote this yes. and how it came about this song is actually a uh, a kind of homage in a cover of Nina Simone's song 
um, uh, I, I Got Life Ain't Got No, I Got Life. Nina Simone is one of my absolute heroes and one of my biggest influences. Um, and so this is a, a take on one of her songs, which I absolutely love. And like, um, I just repurposed the lyrics a little bit, you know, put another put another style beat, but it comes from from that spirit of, of you know, being, of, of realizing what you don't have and then being thankful for what you do and just trying to find that balance in, in, in both. And so it's a, it's, it's a celebration song uh, in, in its essence. Absolutely. And that's, uh, once again, what I love about your work is it covers those different moods, the different textures mm. of life. Indeed. Yes, here it is. I got live from tonight's special guest, Rashan Ahmad, and it's off his album, Small World. Nine five Beautiful. Thank you. And you were surprised I had a different version. Yeah, you had the bootleg version. <laughs> yes. Nikki B is on it. Yeah, huh? Only on the world yes. shot. Only heard on the world Exclusives. <laughs> yes. Even I don't have any more. That's awesome. <laughs> the library of Nikki B, you can always get it from me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so right now I've asked uh, the founder of the Paris New York Heritage. Festival, and of course, my uh, global partner, if I can put it that way. Uh, I met him in uh, Paris when I was there. Benjamin Levy, welcome to the World Show. Hey, Nikki, how are you? Yes. <laughs> so I'm not sure if people remember, but when when we did the festival in 2019, I think you did speak on the show, yeah. and uh, we spoke about how we met thanks to the late great Tony Allen yeah. and our common love for him. Oh, yeah. In fact, let me just tell everyone what happened was I was in Paris and I saw Tony Allen, Tony Allen's playing and I was like, I've got to go. So I asked my friend Bintu from Radio Nova, do you know how I can get tickets for the Tony Allen concert? Da, 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 da. Sure, she said, phone this man. Got hold of Ben or I arrived there. I can't remember exactly. Met you and I think the rest is history. Exactly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then a week or so later, Ben was putting on because you normally the Paris, New York heritage in a festival in Paris happens over a month. Yeah. Yes. It happens. Uh, yeah. Over a month. Uh, uh, most of the time and you know in different different venues and that was a Café de la Danse yes boys yeah. iconic venues iconic venues yeah. like Con- Constitutional yeah, yeah, yeah. yes <laughs> an amazing place and I remember you came out also to the show to Bilal to Bilal yeah. and I said and I said and can I come and interview you exactly yes <laughs> I was honored I was like wow <laughs> and be from uh, Johannesburg <laughs> wow and that was when we said why not do it in Joburg? Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah. That was a crazy story. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about it. I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. It's yes. fantastic. Let's do it. And here we are. Yeah, exactly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ben, you and Rashan, Rashan's be, uh, performed at a couple of festivals and you said, you know what, we're doing a collaboration, Rashan's got to be here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. He's one of the best collaborators and best human being, you know, on, you know, on planet now. Yes. You know, I've been, yeah, we've been all over yeah. a few countries. Yes. To Kazakhstan, to France, to, you know, to US, right? To US, yeah, to Canada. To, to Canada, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah. And how did you guys meet? I'm sure there's a story behind that. <laughs> 
Yes, there's a funny story. I mean, I'm, I, I cannot find it story because it, it really says about, you know, how Rashan is a hardcore, um, you know, uh, uh, musician and, and, and is working so hard all his life. So, yeah, the story was um, some guys in Paris told me, man, you're doing a lot of old school artists, Royers, Lonnie Liston Smith, uh, you know, Tony Allen and all those guys. Man, you need to have new people. And like, yeah, man, just, you know, be cool. <laughs> Don't, that's, that's the, what, I, what we're doing, you know? And, um, so, uh, Vincent, uh, told me, you have to listen to the Crown City Rockers. And I'm like, oh, wow. Yeah. That's, that. so I listened to it. I call him back and say, uh, how do we get them? And so I started to pitch, uh, his agent in those days. I don't remember what was his, was his name, right? It was me, probably. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Different that was different guy. <laughs> anyway. You gave and, yourself an alias. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, I, and I call, you know, I, I started to promote it. And, and we got a gig in, in this beautiful festival, in Duo Festival, I don't know, in Belgium, yeah. It's quite very interesting uh, festival. I think Dolasul was playing there. Uh, Soul and yeah. um, Pete Rock and CL Smooth. Yeah, it's a huge festival, like a lot of stage. Anyway, so I organized the thing. It's quite complicated because they were not playing together. So you had to get someone from San Francisco, someone from New York, someone, you know, they're really challenging. And they, you know, they, they, they said, oh yeah, I can do, then I cannot do. No, it's not, not, not Russian. I didn't know him yes. yet. But, yeah. You know, the, all those guys. Anyway, so we organizing everything, the flights, coming to duel, everything was ready. I see um, what, what was the, 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 the uh, Enotic mm -hmm. and the lady, um, Cat. Cat, and all those guys, I met them there the day before. And I'm like, where's Russian? And, and Cat and Enotic say, oh, they didn't tell you. Um, he's been invited one, one of the biggest uh, uh, rap, rap band called Ocus uh, uh, Pocus in those days. He's playing actually a thousand kilometers away, but the other side of France. <laughs> and I'm like, when? Um, I think just the night, the night before. And I'm like, how, how does he get there? You know, we're playing like in the midday. Yes. And, and so I, I, I try to, I think they were playing in a big show, uh, Francophilie, yeah? Mm -hmm. It's one of the biggest festivals you can get in Paris, yeah? Uh, in French, sorry. No, sorry. And, um, so, so, uh, so I was very concerned because actually Russian is the, you know, the headline of, of the Crown City Records, even if Nordic was doing stuff. So I'm, the show come, sun check, no Russian. We wait half an hour before, no Russian. And I'm, I'm starting, you know, that's a big stage. Yes. And that's the first time, you know, Crunchy Records were quite an event. Um, Alex from Duo was super excited and like, he started to tell me, where is Russian? What did you do, man? And I always gonna remember this, this, this face. And I think that's why we, we stay together after, you know? I see this face probably Two minutes before, there was Charlie Tuna just next to it. He arrived and say, "Hey, Charlie, what are you doing?" Boom! He say, "He check, check him, look at me." And, oh, you Ben? Hey, man! <laughs> <laughs> and he checked me on stage. Yeah. And I was like, "Wow, man!" <laughs> <laughs> he showed up. <laughs> he totally showed up. Oh yeah. I was like, "You are hardcore," <laughs> but you know, that's in the rest of the story. Yes. It, 
fantastic story. Really great. And that was one of my first times ever on that side of the planet. And so I was just trying to do as much as possible into, I saw it as a, as a huge opportunity, you know? And so I knew who Ben was. I wanted to show him I, I, I was working hard and I had this opportunity for this other festival. So I was just like, I'm gonna any, do it. any I'm, artist, <laughs> any musician, you know, when you're first starting, you have to get all, every opportunity you can. And so I was and, trying and, to get it. Yeah. And then after I was with him and stuff and, and every time he said, Ben, we got to work together. Ben, <laughs> we got to work together. <laughs> like, okay, man. Okay. And I'm like, okay, okay, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> and 14 yeah. years later, we're in Joburg yeah. for the Paris, New York Heritage uh, Festival. This is crazy. Well, this thank you, Ben. Time. Thank you, Ben, for insisting on bringing us a brother. Mm-hmm. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, it's yeah, been yeah. an absolute pleasure. From your work, from, you know, from your work, I feel like I connected. And now that I've met you, Rashan, absolutely. And thank, thank you, Nikki, you so for, for making it possible, you know. Yeah, and uh, and to have you, re- you reunited to us here, mm-hmm. yes. it just means so much after the pandemic, you know. Yes. Yes. It's the first time we see each other uh, before, after the, the pandemic. Yes. Was it Italy the last time? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Now, pleasure, an absolute pleasure. Now, I'm gonna play. A, I'm gonna play a couple more songs from Rashan, but the next one is because I, I mean, Rashan arrived and I said, "You gotta help me choose because I like too many songs." You know the story. Mm-hmm. I always have guests that I love too many songs because mm-hmm. otherwise you wouldn't be my guest, mm-hmm. you know. And then Ben said, "Please play this one." The day the sun came. Mm, yeah, I don't know. It's Dutch music. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's one of the of the songs. You know, very cool. Beautiful. And very, very. Yeah, I don't know. It also touched me. It has me. its story, yeah. Yes. Yeah. With, you know, you had, you had Ben and Bach and, and, and that's probably yeah. something goes just yeah, after that, you know, just the curing moment. Uh, uh, yeah. No, it's, it's, it's better Tell than, us yeah. about this song, yeah, this is, um, you know, one of my, one of my first sh- biggest shows in, in France, I connected, I had, a, I had a show with a woman named Karen Ann, who's a, a, a singer there who was, um, became, we just became fast friends after we both saw each other perform and fans of each other. She's, um, singing on this, song right here and um this song the first verse is about um is about my my mother and the pain of of that passing and the second is about the birth of my son and the joy of that so there's a similar theme as as you can tell that runs through my songs about um just trying to find a balance right of like you know i feel like i have so many points in my life where i'm so uh sad and in pain and then I have such beautiful high moments you know and this is one of those songs and the way that Karen comes with this chorus just fully just breathes all kind of wonder and life into this song so this is definitely one of my favorite and one of the first times I got to actually do some a more of a spoken word poetry um, lean um, which is you know, not to one of my heroes, Gil Scott Heron. So, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. And I love the title as well. Thank you. The Day the Sun Came. Featuring Karen Ann, yes. Arashan Ahmad, the album is... This, this is The Sun. Yes. You, you got the bootleg copy uh, of Small World. This is before uh, I changed the title. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, this, this is the album called The Sun. I was worried about that, but mm. all good. First heard on the world. Indeed, right? indeed, yeah. yes. I called your name. Kaya 
I've got to clap it. So beautiful. So, so beautiful. So I had the right one. The day Indeed. the sun came. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Absolutely beautiful. Uh, <laughs> off the album, The Sun. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Roshan Ahmad with us. And I can't wait to see you perform. So we also have the conversations happening on Friday at mm-hmm. Conil. And you're going to be uh, talking about, uh, talking as well as part of the conversation. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to it. Yes. And just to let everyone know, the reason I'm calling them conversations and uh, not talks is because uh, I want you to engage as well. Yes, I've got speakers, but I want you to engage as well. And I think that's important. I think we've all had enough of being spoken to. And so it's time we speak together. And I think it's it's very much um in line with the vision of the festival. In fact, Rashan is going to be, uh, his topic is the hidden healing power of music mm-hmm. in communities. I have some things to say about that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure you've got some beautiful stories as well from mm-hmm. what you're telling me. The diverse way that you've been reaching people. Yeah. Mm, yeah and yeah, working in communities. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. And then, of course, performing at the festival. Mm-hmm. It's going to be absolutely epic. Yes. Make sure you come. This is going to be definitely one to remember for sure. And you know what else I can say about this collaboration? I don't think anyone will ever see the same collaboration the project might continue yeah yeah but i doubt we'll get all the same artists on one stage one of my my first questions was how are we going to record this because (laughs) i'm I'm sure that this is um going to be one of those those moments that um i'll I'll never forget that the this the lineup of musicians is just ridiculous and to all come together with the with the shared theme is just yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. Yes, mm-hmm. beautiful. And on that note, Ben, I also want to know from you the theme this year, human unity. Mm. Yes. Well, it's a long story, but, you know, as you see, we all struggled. And it's actually 2019, after the festival we finished uh, here, uh, we went to New- to Paris, then New York, then Montreal, then Vancouver, and L.A. And I was exhausted but so happy that all happened. Uh, we did like in six weeks, six festivals. It was crazy. But I learned from artists. You know, there's something all over the years I learned from the artists that they smell and they can feel what's going to happen. Yes. You know, that's what Russian was saying before. Yes. They have a big responsibility. We have all big responsibility to um, for the what we're going to build for future. Yes. But, and I don't know, I, I felt that all the community needs to go together. All the community, they struggle so much that maybe there's an aim which is bigger than all the communities is to come together. Yes. And and you found this from being all different places in oh the yeah. world. I've I, yes. I seen the same aim, the same struggle, the same... This dif- different struggle, obviously, but yes. the same words in the same in the different 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 culture. And I was like, yeah, it makes sense. What can what can unite us is to protect humankind, is to protect our humanity. And I said, mm, maybe it looks post hippie, but I don't care. I'll, I don't I'll, care. I'll, I'll put, I put it all <laughs> together, you know. And I said, okay. And the question is, human unity. It's mean bringing all the community together and maybe we could all fight for a better world. 
I mean, for a better humanity. Protect your environment, protect your people, protect the relationships. Sometimes it's hard. We, we've seen yes. this all the way during the festival, yes. uh, producing during our life. You know, we all yes. are doing all facing the same thing. And COVID same. brought that home. Yeah. This tiny little invisible thing exactly. that was an equalizer. Exactly. doesn't matter you were rich exactly. or poor, you were old exactly. or young, it could hit you. Exactly. Yes. But what was crazy is that mm. we decided that before, way before yes. the COVID came. Yes. So, you know, this, I don't know if it's a co- probably a coincidence, but I don't know, artists and music and, and culture were telling me or telling us that something's going to happen. We need to protect the humankind globally. So, and our environment, and then pandemic came. And then, you know what happened? We yes. were supposed to be here 2020, <laughs> 2021, postponed one, two, three, four times. Yes. But we keep, we keep going with strong people, thanks to Uniki, thanks to, you know, Rashan, to all these people who's so, so passionate, you yes. know? And I think the world can turn around with passionate people. That's yes. what give really people um, the, 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 the humanity. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> you know, it's, uh, it's just a question. We're not there to, <coughs> you know, we're not there to say we need to do that. It's just a question. And, and that's what we're going to do in those festivals is just to question and ask the artists, the people who comes, because it's a conversation, so it's an ongoing conversation, yes. these festivals. And, and the subject is human unity, yes. uh, question mark. Yes, please come and be part of this experience. I want to see you there. A little bit more about the conversations. Um, we've got some amazing speakers, Lance McCormick uh, of Flame Studios. are going to be talk about the arc that is being created across Bromfontein, Conhill, the whole city downtown, the arc of music, if you like. Um, we've got a project manager from uh, Saki um, who is going to be talking about normalizing access Access, creating innovative, sustainable business developments. That's Leote or Lee Taylor. We've got uh, Tumaling Masadi, who's the program manager at an amazing new online radio called Viva Nation Radio. And he's going to be talking about the importance of creating relevant and quality content for uh, presenting it online and in digital spaces and uh, its impact on music practitioners. Of course, Benjamin Levy is also going to be speaking about new models and initiatives for music industry and artist development. We have got my brother Azar, my powerfully beautiful brother Azar, talking about the sacred role and significance of the drum in communities. And another dear brother, Mandla Malangeni, you know Mandla, he is going to be talking about activating spaces and connecting communities through the arts and education. And of course, Rashan Ahmad, the hidden healing power of music in communities come to the conversations it's happening on Friday it is free you've just got to register online very limited uh, yes very limited space so get registering and I'm not sure if all the early birds have sold out but I know they were almost done almost yeah unfortunately we're getting at the end I think it's a couple tickets yeah we might we might have to close before before midnight I don't know 
But even but even if you don't get the early bird, it's only 300 Rand for yeah. all of this. It's absolutely amazing. You can get your tickets at Haula online and, and check out anything to do with Paris New York Heritage Festival. There will be all the details. I'm going to end. No, I'm not going to end the show. Oh, do we have time? Actually, I think we are going to have to end this one with uh, one of Rashan's songs. We've run out of time. I was going to play for you, Kapirinya, but I think you've heard it a lot. Joa and Luton and Nicholson are going to be back performing on the oh, stage, yeah. making us all very happy. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, doing a little collaboration with Cool Affair, as they discussed last week. But Rashan, of all the collaborations you've done, and you've done really diverse ones, mm-hmm. is there anyone that you really remember that really, I'm sure each one's special. Yeah, I mean, I, I, if there's... C is, is is the one that I think um, is the, the most, it, I stray the farthest and stretch the most. It, yes. It's me singing, which I usually don't sing. And it's me singing in Wolof um, with, with, with a friend of, a dear, dear friend of mine, Ty, from, from Senegal. And so we filmed it in Senegal. I had a trip there. We, um, you know, just the, the, the making of this song. The, the learning of the language and the culture so I understood what was happening um, and just the whole experience around um, C was just, uh, it was my first time on the continent too so as an yes. African American there's that too when I landed in, in West Africa to go to Senegal was beautiful and so yeah C would probably probably be one of my my most uh, prolific and, and, and experiences that, that when I finished it I was like I can't believe I, I, w- I could have never seen myself doing this in my, in my wildest, in my wildest dreams, you know, it's just a singing in a different, in a different language, in a different context, with um, someone from the continent that you know my ancestors are from. This is amazing. What a beautiful song, C, featuring Thai, Russian Ahmad. Thank you for being here. Thank, Thank you, for you Benjamin. Me, Nikki. Yes. See you at the festival. Absolutely. See you at and the festival. Whatever else you do this week, make sure that you keep shining. Every Sunday from 6 to 9 p.m. on Kaya 959. If you missed it live, catch the broadcast on kaya959.co.za.